Hi, my name is Alan Doherty. Welcome to another episode of Preventive Health and Safety. Today we're going to talk about something that <laughs> I really need to listen to myself. And once you hear some of the things we're going to talk about, I think you'll agree as well. We're going to be talking today about rushing or hurrying. How many times have I heard through the years as I've discussed why accidents have happened, people say, well, I was just in a rush. Or I was in such a hurry that, and the truth is, that's when a lot of accidents, a lot of injuries take place. And, you know, people just forget to really stop and think about doing things the right way or the safe way. And they end up doing things that they wouldn't normally do. Making mistakes, causing accidents, and ha being injured in the process. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Spending time thinking deliberately before we take an action. And that's what our motto is. Stop, think, and act. It's going to help so much. Whenever you think about doing things in a hurry or rushing, you know, it, it really never fails. It can go with something simple as little kids when they're coloring. Uh, sometimes they'll start off and you'll see everything's nice and in the lines and then they, they get in a hurry to get done because they see it's getting closer to finish so they'll start rushing and next thing you know a little bit out of the line here a little bit out of the line there that's the same thing that we do but the problem is when you're doing it with something that involves safety it has a lot more consequences than just coloring outside of the lines doesn't it just to give you an example let's talk about driving oh my favorite subject right when we drive, there are so many things going on, and you got to realize how dangerous just driving is when you're doing it safely. But when you're in a hurry or you're rushing when you're driving, all kind of things usually take place. For example, when you're in a rush driving or you're hurrying somewhere, you have more of a tendency to tailgate, don't you? You're driving as fast as you can. You come up on a slower vehicle. Next thing you know, you're just right behind them, tailgating them the whole way. How about speeding? Oh, I got to get to where I'm going. I need to get there on time. And then you speed up a little bit again. So that's a dangerous thing to do. Driving on these highways, the normal speed limit's dangerous. You add speeding to that, and boy, that's one of the four major causes of automobile accidents. So you've got to realize that just to get somewhere a little faster, isn't worth the chance you're taking by speeding. Sometimes we forget to yield. Sometimes we swerve in and out of lanes. Sometimes we blow through yellow-ish lights. Uh, th these are all things that take place whenever we're trying to hurry and get somewhere. We're not really thinking about the dangers of these things. We haven't stopped to consider the consequences that might happen. We're just doing it because we're in a hurry to get somewhere. Forget turn signals. I mean, when you're in a hurry and you're rushing, you don't really use your turn signal. You very seldom completely stop at a stop sign. Uh, you pass in a no-passing zone. You cut in front of people. There's just so many things, and you can probably think of more, that take place when you're hurrying. So when you think about it, and it really, we talked before about the consequences and really measuring the consequences. What are the consequences? If I hurry and I rush and maybe do some of the things that I just mentioned in order to get somewhere in an appropriate amount of time, 
I could risk being in a serious accident, hurting myself, killing myself, or hurting or killing someone in another vehicle. It's just not worth it to save 10 or 15 minutes. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about evaluating risk. And the same thing goes with rushing and hurrying. Oh, here, you know, I'm going to go out and weed eat, but I can't find my goggles. That's all right. I'm in a hurry. I'm just going to get it done. Or I'm going to go chop some wood and, you know, I'm not going to worry about having my steel-toed shoes on. Or I'm going to go out and climb up and try to fix that roof. I should have someone here spotting with me, but there's nobody here to help hold the ladder. I'll just do it. I'm in a hurry. I got to get it done. So many accidents take place in the name of, I'm in a hurry. I'm rushing. I got to get it done. I've got to get this finished. I got stuff to do later on. Folks, whenever you do that, you're entering into this area where danger lies. And you're leaving a whole lot up to chance. Maybe you'll get hurt. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll make it there on time and not get in an accident. Maybe you won't. Now, I am probably one of the worst people to talk about this because I've had so many things happen to me. And I'm going to just share a few of them with you really quickly just to show you what hurrying does. One day I was down in Beaufort, South Carolina, actually in Hunting Island. I used to go down there every week or so and do some fishing. Even after I moved away, I'd get out a couple times a year to catch some fish. And uh, I used the net, so I'd throw my net out, catch these fish that uh, only you can, you can only catch with the net, and uh, just have fun, get a cooler full of fish, and, and go home. So one day I was out there fishing with my son, and uh, I was throwing my net out, bringing fish in and stuff like that, and he was getting kind of bored, so he decided he was going to go across. I was actually at a lagoon. He was right across... Uh, right across from the, the road there was the ocean. So he said he was going to go over there and, and mess around over there for a while. I said, okay. Well, the next cast I made with my net, I threw it over a stump out in the middle of the water that I didn't see. When you do that, you have to swim out there, and you have to try to get your net free from that. And it's a very dangerous thing sometimes because if you get tangled up in that net or get tangled up in the rope, uh, you know, you could drown. So I decided I was going to go catch him before... He got too far. I went running across the breach, and and it's just full of oyster shells. And sure enough, I hit something I didn't really feel. It didn't hurt. I just could tell I hit something with my heel. I turned around. There's this long line of blood. Sure enough, I split my heel in half, and I had to go to the hospital. They had to do x-rays and get all the shells out. It was really a mess. The following year, you're not going to believe this now, the following year, I was working on a roof. Now, I had a porch roof, and then up above that was the main roof. I actually, now this isn't the smartest thing to do, and don't do it. I actually had a ladder on the porch roof going up to the second roof, and I was working on that. Well, you know what? It started to get dark, and obviously, since it was getting dark, I was in a hurry, uh, and what I was doing was stopping and sweeping the porch roof off several times because some of the fibers from that rotten wood that were on the roof uh, fell down there and was making it kind of slippery. So I was in a hurry. I didn't do it as often as I should. Sure enough, the ladder slipped out from under me. The ladder fell to the ground. I fell to the ground, and my 
ankle was in a 90 degree angle, had to have surgery, pins, plates, screws, the whole nine yards, and it was a big mess. Why? Because I hurried. Why did I split my heel? Because I hurried. <laughs> Wait, one more. The following year. I know, I know. This really sounds ridiculous. Here's this guy been in so many accidents talking about preventive health and safety. But unfortunately, sometimes you, I go through things and then I'm able to help others and keep them from going through it. The following year, I get home from a camping trip. I got so much stuff to do. It had just rained that night. The grass was wet. I decided I was going to cut the grass anyhow. It was starting to dry a little bit, but I just didn't have time for it to completely dry. I had stuff to do. So, of course, I go out there and I start cutting the grass. And, uh, you know, everything seemed to be going okay. But suddenly I slipped. I fell. And when I fell, I pulled the lawnmower back on my right foot. And now I have a little bit extra wiggle room in my right foot, in my right shoe. <laughs> yeah, I ended up losing a part of my great toe and the next toe, just a, a little bit of that. It could have been a lot worse. But again, why did these things happen? Because I hurried. I was in a rush. I wasn't thinking. I didn't think, hey, there's oyster shells all along this, this lagoon beach. I better be careful running down there in my bare feet. Or hey, you know, I better watch because if that ladder would fall and I would fall, I could get hurt. Or, hey, you, you know, when you cut grass and, and it's wet, you have a really good chance of slipping and falling. And if you pull that lawnmower up on your foot, it's going to hurt. And by the way, it did. So what I'm trying to say is we got to really be careful about doing things like that. And then let's talk a little bit about health. So many times in our fast-paced lifestyles, we justify not doing the things that we need to do for our health because we're so busy. I could give you so many examples. I'll just give you a few. Folks, the way we eat today, <laughs> it needs some serious work. I'll just put it that way. So many times we're eating at fast food restaurants. We're eating pizza, takeout. And by the way, I love pizza. I love takeout. You know, I love going to McDonald's and other places like that. Chick-fil-A, one of my favorites. Uh, and, it, you know, and moderation in that's not bad. But we get so busy that we, we fail to realize that healthy eating is a real big step in preventive health care. We need to have proper nutrition. And when I say proper nutrition, we need to have more leafy green vegetables, we need to have properly prepared meals with the various food groups. And by food groups, I don't mean French fries and onion rings. So it's really important that we, we take time to do that. I know you work all day, you get home, you don't feel like cooking. There's ways around that. We'll be talking about that a little bit later on. But that's just an, that's just an example of when we do things quickly and we plan quickly, we end up at making some poor decisions. And if you look around at America today, you're going to see we have a huge overweight problem. Uh, it really is. It has become an epidemic. I mean, the statistics that I told you about in the first couple episodes on obesity, uh, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's staggering. And the truth is that that is one of the main risk factors of things like high blood pressure and heart disease. Then you think about going to see the doctor. Oh, I just don't have time. I, I'm so busy at work. I have this project. I have that project. And then we got our vacation plan. 
Then when I get back, we have all kinds of reasons why we don't go in for that regular checkup. But truth of the matter is, that regular checkup can save you a lot of problems down the road. You know, when you think about it, uh, just little things that the doctor can pick up. Your blood pressure, for example. And I'm hoping you're checking your blood pressure more often than just when you go to the doctor. Almost every drugstore and, and a lot of the food stores and major department stores, they all have these automated blood pressure cuffs where you can get in there and for free get your blood pressure checked. Uh, but the, there's something like that. Get your cholesterol checked. Uh, you know, make sure that you get your heart listened to. And, and go over your family history to see if you're due for any other screenings. Those are all really important things that take place when you go see your doctor. Now, I want to tell you about something right now. I went to the doctor not too long ago. I go to the VA here in Richmond, Virginia, and I see Dr. Davey, who's a really wonderful physician. And she just happened to mention that I should probably go to see the dermatologist. And I said, okay, I will. And so I made an appointment with the dermatologist. And lo and behold, I had four skin cancers taken off. You know, sometimes we don't really think about how terrible it is to have skin cancer, but a lot of people die each year from skin cancer. And I didn't want to be one of those, and I was so thankful my physician was able to help me make the right decision and go get that appointment with dermatology. So make sure you take the time to go see your physician. You know, uh, another thing when we're talking about obesity and, and the, the problems that it causes and the risk factor that it presents, we also have uh, so many things going on in our life and we're rushing around so much that we don't take the time to exercise like we should. Uh, by the time you get home from work and by the time you have that meal, which is hopefully not from McDonald's, <laughs> Uh, hopefully it's a nice prepared meal with some leafy green vegetables and some protein. But anyhow, I got off the track there. Um, when you get home from work and you finish eating, you're tired, you had a stressful day, next thing you know, it's time to sit down, relax a little bit, and not too long after that time to go to bed. You do that day after day, week after week, and you don't get any exercise in at all. Sooner or later, it's going to take a toll on your body. Say, so I just can't squeeze it into my schedule. Listen, it's not something that I'm trying to talk you into doing because it's, it's, you know, something that is, you know, really nice that you do every day. It's your body needs that. Your heart needs that. You're, you, you need to have some exercise and get that blood circulating and, and, and really get that heart pumping so that you can exercise the muscles in your body and your muscles in your heart and and be active and get that blood flowing and circulating so that you don't have any problems later on down the road. You know, we work so much on our career and we work so much on getting ahead. We're trying to make a little extra and one day retire. So we're out there just hitting it as hard as we can every day. Folks, you've got to take time to relax. I know that a lot of times people do, but I also know a lot of people that are workaholics and they're just so gung-ho. They eat their lunch while they're working. They come home and eat a fast supper so they can go get some work done in the evening. They go to work early. They get home late. It's just all about work. It's all about advancement. It's all about their career. And the stress of that can get to you. Stress also 
is a major risk factor in several things like stroke, high blood pressure, heart disease, and it's something that we should take seriously. You've got to take time to relax. Being a hero isn't someone that goes out there and is at it 24-7 to provide for their family and provide a little bit more wealth in their life and be able to have a good retirement. A hero is someone who realizes how important it is to also take care of their health so that they'll be around and be healthy enough to take care of their family for years to come. So fast-paced living, it's something that is just so important that we have all these other things built in to help us slow down enough to, number one, make the right decisions, and number two, be able to have time for our preventive health. If you'll take care of yourself, you're going to live a lot longer and you're going to have a lot better lifestyle. If you rush, you're going to make wrong decisions. If you're hurrying all the time, you're going to do things and end up getting in an accident. You're going to have uh, make mistakes and possibly get injured. And if your fast-paced lifestyle is to the point where you're not able to uh, take advantage of your preventive health needs, sooner or later, you're going to come down with something that you're really not going to want to have. So think about those things. You know, I just want to give you a few examples of things that I've come across in my medical career. I was in uh, England for four years with the United States Air Force. I was in the medical aid station, and I got a call that I had a burn victim coming in. Sure enough, it was a gentleman who was barbecuing. He was trying to hurry so he could get the meal going. His charcoal wasn't getting hot enough, fast enough for him. So he decided he was just going to squirt a bunch of lighter fluid on it and relight it. Well, the trouble was there was still a little bit of a flame, apparently, when he squirted the lighter fluid on the coals. Some of it splashed on his sleeve. The fire just blew up, got on his arm, and burned his arm pretty badly. I actually changed that man's dressings every day, I mean seven days a week, and debrided it. It took the skin, the dead skin off, and tried to keep it from being infected. Uh, for several weeks, it was it was a mess. And it all because he was in a big hurry. We had another case about a year later where a lady was trying to clean out her top cabinet her top, in, the, in the kitchen. And she decided that she was going to get it all uh, reorganized and everything. And uh, she was in a hurry to get that all done. And so instead of going down to the basement to get her uh, her little, you know, stepladder that is fairly safe, that's kind of a tripod, very steady. She decided she was just going to stand on top of a kitchen chair. So she was standing on the kitchen chair, kind of leaning up as far as she could to get to what she needed, and she fell. When she fell, she hit her chin on the counter and actually broke her jaw. She had to have her jaw wired shut. See, hurrying is just opening the door to injury. It's opening the door to something happening that normally wouldn't happen if you took time to think about what you're doing and think about the added danger you're adding, the added risk. Remember we talked about adding risk? Don't do it. Take time. Stop. Think. Then act before you do that. 
I'm sure many of you have heard stories like this, and a lot of you have maybe even known people involved in something like this. But I know a fellow in high school who was going to his senior prom. He was in a hurry because he was running late. He was trying to get his tuxedo on right. He was trying to get everything fixed. He's getting his boutonniere for, or his, uh, you know, a little corsage for his girlfriend. Getting it all together while he was running late. They wanted him over at her house so they could take pictures. And he was running behind. It was almost getting close to the time where they had to leave. And he wasn't going to have time that he needed over there. And he didn't want their family to be upset, so he decided to drive as fast as he can to get over there on some backcountry roads. Well, I'm not going to tell you what happened, but uh, his picture was in the front of the yearbook under in memory of. Things happen when we hurry. Things happen when we rush. Make sure you take the time to stop and think before you act. So... In closing, I just want you to think about it for a while. Think about the things you do every day. And whenever you do something and you're in a hurry, you may be able to get away with it. But then again, you may not. Don't take the risk. Take the time. Think about it and then act. We'll see you in our next episode.